Hi everyone, and welcome to Crime Science. In this podcast, we explore the science of crime and the practical application of this science for loss prevention and asset protection practitioners, as well as other professionals. We would like to thank Bosch for making this episode possible. Take advantage of the advanced video capabilities offered by Bosch to help reduce your shrink risk. Integrate video recordings with point-of-sale data for visual verification of transactions and exception reporting. Use video analytics for immediate notification of important AP-related events and leverage analytics metadata for fast forensic searches for evidence and to improve merchandising and operations. Learn more about extending your video system beyond simple surveillance in Zones 1 through 4 of LPRC's Zones of Influence by visiting Bosch online at BoschSecurity.com. All right. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Crime Science, the podcast from the LPRC. This is the latest in our weekend update series, joined today by Tony D'Onofrio, by Tom Meehan, and by our producer, Diego, Diego Rodriguez. Uh, the voice. We're playing. The man. voice. 100 episode, man. It's tough. Yeah, what, yeah the 100 episode. It's early in the morning on uh, the, uh, well, the second day, or maybe third, depending on how you ask, uh, Tuesday at Rila. And we're, we're like the only people in here right now. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's up there listening to Paul Jekyll, one of our LPRC members, the former chair of our board of advisors, speaking right now. So uh, I guess we should be too. But um, in honor of Paul, we want to call him out Yeah. in a good, positive way. So I guess real quickly, I'll just start out. Um, the pandemic, you know, not a whole lot of change. Uh, the vaccination front won about four point. I'm sorry, 5.3 billion humans have now been vaccinated. Um, around 270 million Americans have been vaccinated. You know, there's some issues with the vaccines, but they seem to by and large be extremely safe, very effective against severe disease. Um, and, uh, you know, we'll all wait and watch and see on the long-term effects, but presumably it, the, the material's absorbed. Um, there's also evidently some breakthroughs with the mRNA technology on cancer. So, um, this type of research has accelerated that. Um, you know, there's been these spikes around the world, but particularly in the United States in certain counties of young kids getting this pancreatic, uh, or I'm sorry, getting this hepatic liver disease uh, spiking, which is almost unheard of. Um, and uh, a British uh, researcher physician is saying that uh, he believes it's very firmly linked to lockdowns and the reduction of uh, pathogen exposure. And so these kids, are, their immune systems are so naive. And then they're up against something particularly like this that um, maybe is very natural and prevalent out there. We just didn't realize it. Um, and their systems are overwhelmed. So we'll have to see all the long-term fallouts, good, bad, and, and different around everything about the pandemic. Um, but I think another fallout of the pandemic is here we are at the 2022 RELA Asset Protection Conference this year in Orlando. And um, I mean, the place is bustling. People are so pumped, excited. Um, you don't even see much hesitation on do I fist bump or shake hands, right? Much less approach um, like you did. And I've seen, I don't know what the attendance is, 800 to 1,000 maybe. Um, I think I've seen maybe a half a dozen people with a mask on. And, and um, I don't remember the last time I did see that. So um, it's interesting as people emerge from some of the concerns um, you know, we won't go into what's going on. I guess we did mention last week, but with the CDC's mandate, airline, airliner mandate um, being struck down by a, a federal district judge, um, you know, what's going to happen there one way or another? Who knows? Um, I heard some chatter that the administration is going to p- potentially fight it, but not sure that they want to win <laughs> and get that thrown out. So 
we'll have to see. Uh, I think the Ukrainian war is still playing a role with everybody. Tony might touch on that a little bit. Um, in addition to being a, a, a maybe once in a lifetime tragedy like many of us, most of us have never seen, um, but we'll see what the fallout, fallout there is. And, and one of our teams, Sarah, Dr. McFan, uh, spent some good quality time over there in the Ukraine um, under a US DOJ and State Department grant trying to help the police uh, or work with them on better um, community-oriented and, and intelligence-led policing. So um, she's got a lot of ties and keeps us up a little bit on it. So um, we're, we've got uh, today, after today, this Tuesday, we're all uh, racing back to Gainesville on our team to host uh, an open house in Gainesville at the uh, LPRC lab complex. And um, we've got dozens of chains and, uh, or of visitors, including several chains coming in to spend some quality time with us. And uh, it's not too late. Um, if you want to show up in Gainesville at the LPRC at the UF Innovate Hub on the uh, 27th and 28th of April, because here we are uh, on the 26th, I think it is. So um, uh, we're, we're moving rapidly on all fronts. Uh, more research and actions or RIA briefs coming out. Um, look for about four of those a month on top of other research reports coming out of LPRC. So people are going to be flooded with a lot of that um, in a good way. Um, Working groups continue to grow stronger and larger, more active. Um, we're in heavy planning for impact already and have been. The agenda is done. Now it's a matter of starting to fill in speakers and times and those kind of specifics. So you'll see a lot of marketing going on starting this week for the LPRC impact. Um, first week in October. And um, uh, uh, things are buzzing. We've got people up in there today. We had them all last week. We had them the week before installing new technologies throughout our labs. Um, there's a big redo, I think I've mentioned before, with our infrastructure uh, to start to put in real fiber throughout the ceilings um, with switches on both ends so instead of all the Ethernet cable and other things that are being run through the ceil ceilings there so that we can continue to add but have faster connections and reduce the chance of fire code violations and things like that. So um, at the infrastructure, on the infrastructure side, we continue to add new members. Um, we talked about Intel and uh, some of the other technology guys that are joining and getting heavily engaged with us. Uh, multiple retailers that have joined, uh, many more coming, it looks like, over the next six months or so. Um, but we're excited about you know guys like JCPenney re-engaging and Kohl's and Saks and Neiman Marcus and Ross Stores and Wawa and many more. So um, we'll be also doing working with the National Association of Convenience Stores, NACS, um, and I've got actually set travel today. Um, uh, that'll be coming up in May. It'll be the CEOs for m almost all the major C stores in North America uh, coming together in Chicago in May. And uh, so I'll be talking with them a lot about uh, what's going on, our research around aggressive street behavior by those that happen to be homeless. Um, what's, what's it look like? You know, what's the typologies or the type of harm that's created? What are some of the measures being taken out? What's upcoming research on that? So. Um, let me go ahead with no further ado, turn it over to Tony and Tony D'Onofrio, take it away. Well, I'm just going to add some comments. First of all, say congratulations to all of us on our 100 episode. <laughs> yeah. It's been an amazing journey. Think about when we started and uh, what was going on around us with the pandemic and, you know, not traveling, getting to learn Zoom and doing things on Zoom, like only wearing the top and not the bottom <laughs> and doing those kind of things. So the world has changed and here we are at Rila and seeing old friends again. And that really was the biggest things. 
I saw a lot of people hugging that had really hadn't seen each other for a long time. So it's really good. I'm going to open with just say with some of the words that Lisa Little Bruno put on her recap uh, that she did uh, yesterday. So she said, it's been three years since our last uh, conference. Today's sessions reminded us how important personal relationships are and the jobs that we do. Technology makes our job easier, helps us solve problems, and hopefully makes us more productive. But the foundation of our industry is the trust and relationships we build across companies and communities. And then the topics that are important to retail did come up really across the board. So organized retail crime, frictionless shopping, and store safety were prominent topics. Uh, really, uh, from what I heard already, the agenda was well organized and very senior folks are here from the loss prevention uh, industry, which is great to see the re-engagement again. I have some other comments, but let me have um, my counterpart here talk about the 100 episode and where we're at on this journey. Yeah, so I think you kind of hit it on the head. I remember we all talked uh, about doing this weekly, and uh, I think uh, we've been through, it's been a crazy time, protests, civil unrest, election, a war. I mean, like, if you really wrote it all down, you would almost uh, not believe it, you know, to think that the, that throughout the podcast, all of the things that occurred, just the pandemic alone, but, you know, I, I remember... Uh, if you really think about it, we, we taped during multiple, literally multiple shooting events while we were taping. Um, you know, uh, some of the m- most prolific uh, civil unrest in, in decades. Yeah. And um, so I think the platform has really uh, helped and, and a lot of folks follow us, which is great. You know, to, to hear that people are, are doing the, the listening to the weekly and, and coming through. But I this morning kind of sat down and said it's been... A hundred weeks, and if you hear the background noise, it's because we are at a real conference. Although <laughs> it's the the, I have no idea what that is, but uh, someone's testing a system. It sounds like, but uh, yeah, I think I think that's really what I resonate the most with is that if you really the the idea of the LPRC is to get information out and do the research. But the podcast was it's almost like a current events weekly update, and uh, man, I, it it is hard to even fathom all of the things that happened in these 100 episodes. It's unbelievable. And yeah. I, I was going to bring up to your point, Tom, that um, we, we mentioned Paul Jekyll of Meyer, um, and uh, he and his team have been buckled down and been briefing us, and we've stood up on our um, platform on Discord, our FusionNet, um, you know, a channel around Grand Rapids, Michigan, right? There was an officer-involved shooting. Yeah. Um, you know, they, the chief has released all the video footage that he can get his hold, hands on. Um, he's experienced chief, I understand, from Chicago. It's used to dealing with some pretty uh, wild things that happen there. But Al Sharpton, Sharpton has come in. He's made the visit. He's laid down challenges because they weren't going to release the officer's name until they had some idea of what happened, um, which is customary anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's, you know, stay tuned on that. But the point is, while they seem fewer and far between, we still have had, you know, in recent months, some of these um, civil unrest situations explode and active killer and things like that. So buckle in. But like you say, I don't think any, any, any other generation, they've lived through wars, but they haven't lived through wars and everything else, it seems like. Yeah. yeah and adding to some of your comments, I mean, one of the mantras that I've been pushing for a long time is really that loss prevention really needs a seat at the C-suite and, and as, an, as a function is becoming more and more important, not just because retail is changing, but also the risks in retail is changing. And 
one of the stats that I quote, and actually I, I will, is one of the updates that I wanted to provide this week, is that violence is not stopping in retail stores. Mm-hmm. So the latest uh, DND Daily report on violence just came out uh, for last year. And in 2021, there were 595 people killed in retail, which was up 14% of the previous year, uh, 59% and up 59% since 2016. Uh, 53%, unfortunately, were customers, 26% were associates, 3% were law enforcement and LP professionals, and 18% were suspects. And really what's alarming, the customers and associate deaths we're up uh, 24% from the previous year. So the world is getting violent. Um, parking lot is still a problem, it's 45%, and stores is the other big problem at 50%. So loss prevention in terms of mitigating those types of extreme risks are important, but, but also more importantly, if you look at how crime is changing and some of the topics that are being discussed here, I do fully believe that we need to keep helping the industry. And in my view, these podcasts hopefully are helping in educating and really providing in the intelligence in terms of what's happening in the broader industry to help us move the industry forward. Absolutely. I think one of the things that I uh, was thinking about also was that we actually, and it's and we tape on Tuesdays and a lot of things, we were the breaking news. I mean, we were days, sometimes weeks ahead of you know, uh, things, and that has to do with us spending the time ch- chatting. And um, I actually, you know, we, we even talked about, you know, the January 6th event. I think it was the week the, the weekend before, but we were talking about how the chatter that something could occur. And so that, to your point, Tony, the whole idea is to how do we get a platform that's easy to consume, quick, and, 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 and that you can listen to and, and kind of get a, a, a download of what's going on. Certainly the pandemic drove it but again I, I still think there was just so much that occurred in in between that and uh, I also think it's it's important the, the flavor of the LPRC a lot of people um, who know about it don't actually get that lens of it so it's it's awesome to do it every week I think um, I think there is enough unfortunately there's enough current events now that every time I, I, I every week there's something to talk about and so Tony your point about the violence is, is I don't know that if you went over that 100th episode that we had a, a, a time where there wasn't an event Correct. ever, where there wasn't something occurring that we needed to talk about. Um, so definitely, I, I echo what you say. I hope that the, the listenership gets, gets something out of it. I know people are listening to it because people are mentioning it, which is always great when people come up. I yep. mean, that's a, to me, that's the, biggest, uh, that's the biggest and best thing when someone comes up and says, I heard this. And... You know that, and that that means that we're actually making a difference. And and I also one of the things I'd say is, um, at even at the show here, some of the, you know, the regional and field folks listening to it. That's actually what really is exciting to me as someone who's early in their career, saying it's helping me. Um, that that's a big win. I mean, for all of us, that that you know that probably makes me feel the best when it's someone who's in their first their first multi-store role going like the podcast I listen to it every week and, and citing things that they heard. And I, I think that's fantastic. No, it's exciting. I'm looking forward to maybe uh, uh, we've talked about this, getting some guests on like Tony was great. I think we're going to restart that. Yeah. Again. Yeah. I think I'll get that restarted again. So I think that's a goal Yeah, to get that going. Integration. Important. Integration to me is one of the top things we hear. They want to integrate it and have a real integrated strategy in place, first of all, that like maybe that never before. And secondly, of course, that what they do and how they do it is integrated 
as well. And then we know with Fusion and, and LPRC, RELA, NRF, and other places trying to integrate companies together. But just the action there. So to me, I thought maybe we look for somebody that's uh, a practitioner and then we look at a solution partner to maybe get two or so to balance it um, and talk about what are you thinking about and doing to better integrate um, solutions for more impact um, might be one theme. The other thing I wanted to let you guys, we're, another big theme for us this year is um, real harm, you know, crime harm, uh, and just better helping all of us understand and explain, articulate the harm that's created by an offender you know, to individuals, to places, to um, enterprises, and to the community where they occur. And um, I just don't know that that narrative's out there and well-defined. So. It's a big area of, opera, of uh, operational research that we're doing right now. Sarah's leading the charge. Uh, we're kind of doing some focus on Santa Fe, New, New Mexico, just because some people there asked us to. But um, that's just two themes I want to let you know that I thought might be of great interest, um, in addition to the other research and the other world news. And just to add to some of your comments, I mean, one of the things that's been refreshing to see is how LPRC is really a state ahead of creating these labs and these innovation centers and then really helping retailers figure out where to go next with technology, such a topic, uh, to integration. And really the podcast is where we've exposed some of these events. And there were actually two that had just happened this week. For example, Meta is opening their first Metaverse physical store. <laughs> so where they're going to sell all virtual reality and augmented reality. Guess what? There's one already live at LPRC where we're showcasing some of this technology because that function is going to be extremely important. And then the other one, Tom, you've talked a lot about crypto and where crypto's going and, and all the risk and all those kind of things. Well, AMC Theaters this week just announced that they're going to be accepting cryptocurrencies for the movies. So you can pay with crypto to go with the movie. So the world is changing and really what's been refreshing is how LPRC has really taken the helm on this technology view of it and then helping really the loss prevention function really understand and actually turn it into practical things that they can actually do it. Yeah, I think the, the evolution, the, the digital transformation, we, we've talked about the rapid acceleration due to COVID, but I, I don't think that's going away. As a matter of fact, I think we're going to continue to see um, exponentially uh, speed compared to what we've seen in the past when it comes to digital transformation. And I don't think we've, however, however much I think we, we talk about all the things we're seeing here today, it isn't, it, it isn't a definitive roadmap, right? It's going to change based on the customer and you know, talk about frictionless shopping. What that means today will be very different in two years. And adding in the crypto side is, you know, I, I would say this, and I've said this before, is, it, you know, you remember when the check fraud was the thing and then credit card fraud and then, you know, chip comes out and now you have crypto. So what happens when people start using crypto and you're sort of, what are the implications? What does it mean from you from a regulatory standpoint? You know, um, it isn't, you know, it, it isn't really defined yet. Uh, and uh, when you think of like any money laundering, everybody understands, like if it's over $10,000, you have to fill out that form. Well, what happens when someone comes in and, and uses $50,000 of crypto in a store, what do you do? Well, you don't know, there is no definitive. So there are a lot of those things are happening rapidly. And the AMC thing, I think AMC has really done a good job of, of taking advantage of some of the things that, that happen with their, with their stock and then they have a following and it's kind of this trendy thing now. So they're, they're taking advantage of that. One of the big things that is happening now is this 
We talked about it since it happened, the whole Twitter piece of Elon Musk, you know, uh, basically tendering a real offer. It's funny, some of the news says he bought it. It's not done yet, so but, but the reality is that will, I believe that will change social media. It really will change social media because social media throughout the political landscape has been in this impossible situation where they don't actually have any right, they're not a government agency to protect free speech, but then they're this middleman that if they make a decision, no matter what they do, there's somebody that's upset about it. And now the pendulum may swing the other way. So it becomes this kind of dangerous game of these huge influential companies that are making decisions that affect us. And we know it affects politics. We know it affects the way people consume media. So I do think that in the next, if this acquisition actually fully goes through it, they've accepted the offer. I don't I don't know that the Federal Trade Commission could say anything. I don't see any, you know, any SEC. The SEC, I know, is not happy about the some of the things. But I think it will change the landscape. And it really will put some of the other social media platforms on notice of how do we do it? How do we balance misinformation? How do we balance hate speech? How do we balance, you know, all the things that have occurred? And, you know, for us in this space, um, social media has changed the way we operate, right? When I, I, I was speaking to someone yesterday on the floor of, when I started, I never, when I started, I never had the concern that someone was going to videotape me mm. and do things. So people actually put themselves in danger because they're concerned what, what, what will happen as an LP person. We know as that happens in LP. We know it happens for law enforcement. I mean, you know, that they're, that their people are actually making decisions because they're more concerned about, well, the perception that I can't control. And I think there's going to be a pretty significant swing if Twitter really it becomes back opened up to what it before. And I don't know if it's good or bad yet. I, I'm not sure, like, you know, that balanced approach of you don't want misinformation out there. But I think the biggest challenge is you know, big tech can't be the governor. Like, how do you how do you have you can't have a person or people governing because they the inherent bias that they have, regardless if they say they're neutral. It's not possible. We're not, none of us can be neutral. We know that. And so I think that's going to really change the landscape for us. And I think uh, I actually think for us at this table, it's going to be a very interesting ride to see, yeah. you know, what happens from the political standpoint. And we know it, we know that. And then what happens from some of the global geopolitical things of if this gets opened up? So. Yeah, and I would actually add just one other topic that you going full, coming full circle to where you started, which is the Ukraine war, the inflation that's all going on around us, the risk of recession either later this year into next year. We're in uncertain times, and this is really a time for everyone to get informed and really find the places where you can find information and test ideas. I mean, that's really what we're all about. So this is really for us. I do think there's a lot of global risk right now uh, because of the Ukraine war and what's happening in Europe and how much reliance, for example, they have. Like Germany, 40% of their uh, natural gas comes from Russia, so they have a heavy reliance. Same thing for Italy, very high reliance. So there's a lot of global risks that we need to deal with, and there's a huge risk of a recession coming up. So yeah. stay informed is really one of our key mantra. I don't know if you want to wrap it up. No, I think that's it. And I think part of it is, real quickly, some of the research we're doing to inform some of the narratives uh, in these debates, and that you know, so often everybody's relying on on their own narrative and their own echo chamber, we all do. And that's like you mentioned Twitter, that that's an echo chamber for people on all the extremes and middles and everywhere in between on all these different uh, issues that are out there. Um, 
But I think like for facial recognition or feature matching that, um, you know, we're now learning just how many retailers and other businesses are truly testing the technology to safeguard their people, to better serve their best customers, to make life more convenient, easier, a better experience for their employees. Um, and so you're going to see it, I think, going a lot farther. Uh, Corey Lowe, Dr. Lowe and our team has conducted research here as we speak at RELA and he's got it. He's done I think he's constructed an amazing experimental design here, but he's having uh, at least 150 people, experts, if you will, in our field, uh, and he's got about 60 now so far done, look at all these faces. You look at a face, uh, and he's got male, female, and everything else, and he's got you know different uh, races, skin colors, everything else, but they're very, very difficult to pick out. So you see the face, you linger on it, and then you see the rest of them, and you've got to pick, you've got to pick that face out. And it's not the exact same photo of the individual, right? Just enough. Uh, and we're going to be comparing that with different uh, facial recognition models or algorithms to get an idea which is the most accurate on these, you know, based on these types of research. So you see a lot of baseline research going on to understand the technology and then how people are using it. Body-worn cameras, we're getting ready to launch a big initiative there. We've got four excellent solution partners in the area in that space. Uh, but how does that become a real... Uh, a way to better serve customers, a better way to keep the store squared away, and a better way to safeguard everybody in that space. Um, and how do you really do it right? So we'll be tying in with the Brits and going forward. So I just want everyone to know that LPRC, we are trying to stay ahead, and that's just a, a tiny, 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 tiny bit of everything that's going on. In this yeah. area. So, so go ahead. I was going to say, for the 100th episode, if you're listening, we talk about guests, just reach out. If you want to jump on, if you have something you want to talk about, I think, you know, um, I think on the, when we originally did the first podcast, which wasn't the weekly, we had people reach out. And I think this is still the same type of platform. It is for the members and even non-members. If you want to jump on and chat about something, um, absolutely. Or if you have a question, you can email it in or a topic that you want us to talk about. Um, I think we will evolve the weekly into having some guests and topic driven. But um, until uh, the craziness calms down, we're probably just going to be talking about things that are going on. So probably for a long time, we're going to just be talking about yeah. some of the events that are occurring. Well, I'm going to close with an Italian toast. So in, in Italy, when we do a wedding, we always used to say a cent'anni, which means to a hundred years. And this is our hundred episode. But when that, I did a toast of actually for my daughter's wedding where I reminded everybody that's really old news because new news, there's a lot of people living to 100. So you now need to step it up. So we're going to go a 200 anni, which is 200 years. So looking forward to the next 100 episode with all of you and learning more. So. And I can't top that. I just want to uh, thank everybody on the team here, Tony, Tom, uh, Diego, for everything to make this thing happen. Uh, but most of all, you all, the listeners, stay safe, stay connected. Operations at lpresearch.org. Thanks for listening to the Crime Science Podcast, presented by the Loss Prevention Research Council and sponsored by Bosch Security. If you enjoyed today's episode, you can find more crime science episodes and valuable information at lpresearch.org. The content provided in the Crime Science Podcast is for informational purposes only and is not a substitute for legal, financial, or other advice. Views expressed by guests of the Crime Science Podcast are those of the authors and do not reflect the opinions or positions of the Loss Prevention Research Council. 